husband. The whole thing didn't make sense. An old man like the professor with two gorgeous women. Dirk bit the inside of his lip. That part would change soon if he had anything to do with it. In the glow of a streetlight, he glanced at his watch and saw it was after ten o'clock. If he wanted to pass history, he'd better get home and write the paper on Civil War generals. It was due tomorrow. Dirk worked the muscles in his jaw as he grabbed the gun and tucked it underneath his seat. He'd have to scare Professor Jacobs another time. Then, just as he started his engine, he got an idea, an idea so sound and strong it caused a surge of hope to rise in his heart. Maybe he wouldn't have to use the gun. Maybe there was another way to scare the professor into backing off his girl. He chuckled out loud as he pulled away from the curb. Ten minutes later, he sat on the floor of his Indiana University dormitory room, staring at a single entry in the Bloomington White Pages as his fingers began punching the numbers. Not many blocks away, Professor Tim Jacobs lay awake in his girlfriend's off-campus apartment, wondering what was happening to him. He was used to the guilt and insomnia, but the tears were something new. Since he'd begun violating his wedding vows, there had been too many times when he was supposed to be at work reading student papers or at one conference or another, but instead had been sharing a bed with Angela Manning, possibly the most promising student ever to grace Tim's advanced news-writing class. She was young and idealistic, and achingly beautiful, and Tim knew their affair was more than a passing distraction. Sometimes the realization caused the guilt to grow so loud that it almost took on a voice, a voice that kept Tim awake even when he was dead tired. The voice was not audible, but many nights it woke him all the same. Tim would be nestled against Angela, intoxicated by the kind of sin he'd never even dreamed about, when from out of nowhere the voice would come, Repent, flee immorality. I stand at the door of your heart and knock, flee. Tim would roll over, hoping to find his way back to sleep, to the imaginary place where his wife, Carrie, would not be waiting at home alone, trusting him to be faithful. But the voice of guilt would come again and again, persistent, relentless, tirelessly calling him home, regardless of his lack of response, his lack of worth. Tim shifted onto his side, trying not to waken Angela. He stared at her plain white apartment wall, and a memory came to mind. The day Angela Manning first visited him at his office and made her intentions clear. They had talked for fifteen minutes, teasing and laughing and sharing sentiments of mutual admiration while Tim twisted his wedding ring, hiding it behind the fingers of his right hand. When Angela left the room, a scent of musky jasmine remained and enough heat to warm the building. Tim spent the minutes before his next class savoring the way she made him feel, but as he left his office that day, his eyes settled on a plaque Carrie had given him for their first anniversary. It bore the engraved image of an eagle in flight and words he remembered even now. 
the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. In that moment, everything about serving the Lord had felt binding and restrictive. Without too much thought, he swept up the plaque, dropped it in the nearest file drawer, and strode out of his office. It remained hidden in the drawer to this day. Tim blinked as the memory faded. The plaque no longer applied to his life. It was best left out of sight. His strength didn't come from having a heart committed to God. Not anymore. Since the hot August night when he and Angela first slept together, Tim's strength had come from being with her and from his professional accomplishments, of course. Tim had devoted his career to excellence in print, first as a working journalist, then as a teacher of the craft, training a yearly crop of reporters who would...